All right, it's still silver with John Raven, and we're going to do something different today because this is going to be like most of the uh, podcast episodes I do. It's all for me. Um, it helps me out, um, and I've been contacted by people who said that they've uh, also enjoyed that this has actually benefited them and that's awesome um, but as I've said mo uh, many times that the uh, this is my meeting once a week I don't go to meetings this is this is the time that focuses that that allows me to focus time and, and think about uh, recovery sobriety and all that with different things that are going on in my life, sometimes related to uh, recovery and sobriety, sometimes not. Um, this is not. In a way it is because it's related to stress that could then lead you to saying fuck it and making poor decisions, which could chain reaction into uh, doing back to old behaviors, patterns, and blah, 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 blah. I don't think it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's not that level for me. Um, but this is something that I need to do and to get off my chest. So when I say that this particular episode is for me, you may not find it uh, entertaining, but you may, especially if you also hate Verizon. Verizon sucks, everybody, to the point that all I'm going to do for this episode is vent my frustrations about Verizon Wireless. That's all I'm going to do. We're actually going to play a game called Can I Record a Podcast talking about how much Verizon support sucks before Verizon support can successfully cancel my account. Who's going to finish first? That's what we're also going to kind of play on the side because I'm in the Verizon app and I'm chatting with them, letting them know that I want to cancel my service. I've removed my credit card off the auto pay. By the way, I don't have a phone with them. The idea was to eventually get phone lines with them, but they have fucked up every single thing. We started with the home internet, the wireless home internet. It's the uh, box that hooks to, that goes through the cellular phone lines of 5G that you don't have to use, you don't have to become a slave to Spectrum Internet because you're in an area of town that Google Fiber is not in. Google Fiber is actually the first option because their service is super easy to use and it's absolutely fantastic and reliable. But I moved from where there was Google Fiber to an area that Google hasn't um, gone into because 
the infrastructure to do so requires more and they're getting they're they're actually getting killed by uh Verizon and T-Mobile probably now because they're just like no nah, we're going to go with the uh, cell towers instead of laying down fiber optic lines and whatever else Google has to do and install their own outlets into places they kind of bought all in with that and it went the wrong direction and um, and they're they're paying for it right but regardless if you can get Google Fiber for like it's like 50 a month there too I mean that's the way to go so we decided to go with we decided to try the Verizon thing out because we we didn't have any options here other than Spectrum and Spectrum is the devil because any company that has to change their name in order to continue because your reputation is so bad you have to change your name that that says it right there you know it like the, i guess their idea is if enough old people die the young people won't remember they have no history with time warner cable so the zoomers young millennials and gen z have no idea the hell that is time warner cable and the bullshit and the amount of money that they have milked from poor people just so that they can watch basic goddamn cable it's absolute horseshit um there is a ring in hell devoted to anybody who profited off of Time Warner Cable um, in the hell that doesn't exist. So they that sucked. So we, we finally to get out of uh, doing business with Time Warner Cable we heard about this internet and the thing is is that uh, my wife used to work at T-Mobile so she kind of, she's like I kind of don't want to have to deal with T-Mobile even though it was years and years ago right and I'm like okay that makes cool well we haven't tried Verizon and the idea is we could try the home internet and if that works out then we can transfer over our numbers from our current service which is Cricket um, Cricket is, is nice and easy and works but they don't allow for all the features if you have an iPhone and an Apple Watch. Not me. I have an Android. Don't give me shit. I'm not in a chat group with you with my green bubble. This is not about me. And this is not about your prejudice. This is about the fact that – anyway, so the idea was that once we got the service and everything was going well, we'd take advantage of all these promos and everything – and my wife would get her, her number transferred over. She was like, I can get you an iPhone. I'm like, I don't want an iPhone. <laughs> and she ultimately relented and ended up getting me a, a, a bigger phone than the one I had from Motorola. And I have it on Cricket so that I can watch my uh, fucking uh, football games. And it works fine. So... Um, we get it, but here's so the very first from the get go, the very first person telling her about she calls to, to to set up the service. The very first person setting everything up 
gets her address, gets our address and everything and sends the, you know, to mail the box in and they mail it without the apartment number on it. They just didn't put that on there. So UPS doesn't send it like they get it to it and they're like, well, so they send it back. They're like, well, we don't have the address. So, you know, UPS just kind of shrugs and sends it right back because they barely do their job. So we call back to find out because it was supposed to be within a couple of days. Well, a couple of days go by. We don't have anything. We get no notification. We call back and they look at it and they find, they say, oh, well, there was the, there was no, uh, the address was wrong. I'm like, yeah, that's on you. You need the apartment number. We have it. It's in, it's actually in the account. You typed it in wrong. They're like, all right, well, let's, uh, well, what we can do is we'll, um, we'll just, uh, we'll correct that and then we'll send the box right back when we receive it. But that'll be like seven to eight business days. And I'm, and, and I'm like, well, that's way too fucking long. I want the internet now. Like, is there, we need to do something quicker. And the guy kind of sits there and goes, okay, well, how about we, well, I guess what we could do is we could send you a new box. Would you like a, you know, that, that would only be a couple of business days. Would that be satisfactory? Cause I'm not talking to somebody in the U S it's outsourced. Everything, everything chatting online is, is, is outsourced, but on the phone, you've got a coin toss about whether you're going to talk to somebody in the United States or not. They've got apparently a system, but then they outsource everything. So, and this is not a nationalism thing, but it is, there is a communication barrier when English is not your first language. And you're just trying, and you're trying to get, it's just a, there's a disconnect there that's noticeable. It, outsourcing customer service, let's do a side note. Outsourcing customer service can work. I've seen it work. Um, I worked for a video game company and, and this was like almost, it was like 15 years ago when they were doing this and they were going to try out outsourcing the tier one stuff to India. And there's a group in India, they got training and they have it, they actually have it set up where at first they started trying to, you know, get them to answer, you know, the, the low end stuff, but the English, the grammar wasn't great because English is not their first language and they're having to type customized responses. And they're like, well, that's not working. So instead, they taught them how to do automated, like everything was printed out for them. They just hit a, a button, like they picked the different responses that were already typed up for them so that they didn't have to type, you know, weird, sen- be, be awkward, weird sentences and have to deal with the uh, um, uh, kind of sort of racist uh, public. Mm. So I've seen it kind of work. 
this does not work. This is a complete disregard for any kind of process. Because here's the other thing. Every time you contact Verizon, they have to send you an email for you to confirm, to give them permission to look at the account. It's not enough that I'm calling them on the phone with the number that is tied to the account. That's apparently not enough. They also need permission to look at the account for the company that they work for. You need permission to look at your own bullshit? That doesn't make any sense. It's convoluted. It's a waste of time. It's frustrating. It's fucking stupid. So they're doing this. So you're getting email confirmations all the time that, you know, even though I had security questions and all the other security bullshit and we're having, so we're having to confirm in the email that's on the account while I'm calling from the phone number on the account for them to be able to look at the stuff to possibly help me, except that every time that they try to help me, they fuck something up. So this next time, yeah, so I'm talking to this person who's like, oh, would you rather me send you a box instead of waiting for the original box that was going to get there that comes back and then we relabel it and send it out? So you'd rather get a box in two days than in seven? Yeah. That makes sense, right? That I'd rather have the internet within 48 hours versus a week and a half? And and they're like, okay, so we're sitting there and he starts doing that. He starts kind of setting stuff up and I go, are you sure there's not a way I could go to a Verizon store and pick up a unit? And he's like, oh, if there's one is there one convenient, you know, close by you? And I'm like, yeah, I live in a fucking city. As stated in the account. Oh, yeah, you can, you can pick up a box from a store. Well, why the fuck isn't that the first option? You're going to mail a box? You can't tell a customer? That's, that's like, it's like three different people who, at, at any point, any of those three people could have told us, hey, why don't you go to a store, pick it up, you can have it today. So it's horseshit. So we get the box. But they didn't set up the account right. And the account won't let me, like when you set up a box, when you're trying to set this, register this box, well, it, it, it already had the previous box set up on the account, the box that never made it because it didn't have the right address. So there's like a line number tied to each box. But now we're dealing with three different boxes. We're dealing with the first box that didn't get here. The second box that got started to be set up sent to me. But then they canceled it. But then they didn't take the, the number off the line tied to that box. See, everything has to have a phone line to it in the account, right? And then we have a third one that I just got from the machine. So I had to have tech support figure out which account is actually active because none of the the only people that knew what they were doing was tech support because they were actually contractors and not officially Verizon employees. They're contracted out 
or tech support. I know that because the guy told me while he's dealing with it. And the only reason he knew that there was an issue is because this issue's come out before because their databases are shit. Not only is the database is shit, the communication is shit, i.e., I'm still sitting here waiting for the Verizon agent who's chatting online in the app right now who has said, I just got your counter details with me. I am working on canceling the line for you. Um, I forgot to state that I started this process 30 minutes before I set up the microphone to start talking. So we're probably talking about going on almost an hour, still waiting for any kind of uh, uh, details. Let me let me just type a, a something for uh, to them real quick. Give me a second here. Is there anything further you need or will you be emailing me a confirmation? Well, let's just set the phone down here and I'm sure I'll get a response um, by the time I'm uploading this. As in after I've recorded all of this and did the uh, quick edit and then the download and then started uploading it, maybe at that time, I'll have a response. Not that it's been canceled, but that I will get a confirmation when it is in fact canceled, when they figure the fuck out. So I had to get a tech support guy to figure out where the line was out of the three boxes that has the internet, which one was actually going to work. So he finally figured that out and the internet started working. Great. Well, my wife really wanted to connect her Apple Watch to her to her phone. And also, you know, so that you could actually call from the watch. Because Cricket doesn't offer that service because they're, you know, cheap. I don't know, because they don't have a probably because they don't have a contract with Apple. Anyway, that's great. Probably some business bullshit. So she gets she gets a hold of them and tries to get them to transfer her line from Cricket to Verizon. As of today, nearly four months later, three months later, I don't know when it was, February? I think it's, yeah, so, so like, as of, as, but as of today, that request of transferring the line is still pending. It hasn't uh, been started. Um, there's no progress on it. We ended up canceling the line. Like we got the line. We got all the promos, sent some free stuff. Turns out it wasn't free. They ended up trying to charge us for it. Um, the line that uh, she was transferring to, we had that for a while. But then I got that canceled. Had to do that over the phone after a long conversation. Um, but the request, the request to transfer the phone line is still pending. I can see it in my support. I've got like the ticket. I've got it sitting there. The status is pending. So I don't know if that ever gets resolved. And I don't know how it's going to get resolved with no number to transfer to because that's been removed. Um, so... Side note, 
let's also just say fuck Verizon's commercials as well because they're garbage. And they may, in fact, hold on. Okay. All right. Look, I actually did. No, I'm, I'm sorry. We got an email that says, we hate to see you go. Let's see. Do you? Do you hate it? We just want to let you know that we received and processed your request to disconnect the service. Want to know about more? What's changing? Uh-huh. All right. Please return your equipment. You should return these within 30 days after service cancellation. Or you may be doing a place. And if you wish. All right. You will be mailed a return kit. Okay. And then go to a UPS store, which, by the way, is um, 100 feet from my front door. So that can. <laughs> All right. So I'm wrong. I thought if they if they had take, taken five to seven more minutes, I would have finished the podcast before they actually uh, canceled the account, but they did. Um, let me just com- finish saying that the Verizon commercials are bullshit. Um, they may, depending on what happens, they may be responsible for killing Paul Giamatti's career because they kept airing the commercials over and over again as Einstein and as a Scrooge and it may kill his career. Hopefully he's not going to do another one. Hopefully the money was good because I kind of don't like him anymore now. And uh, also great, great call uh, Verizon by having a Cecily strong in there. Everyone's, not favorite SNL cast member. Nobody. She is nobody's favorite cast member. Then he goes, oh, who's your favorite cast member? I can tell you it's not. It's not Cecily Strong. She's not bad. I'm just saying she's, you know, she's like a placeholder. It's like, do we need a white woman who's a brunette? Or not necessarily brunette, just a white woman. Do you need a white woman uh, in this sketch? That doesn't deliver any funny lines, but has to set somebody else up who's funny. Cecily Strong. Uh, so good job. That's. I'm glad that she left SNL to go on to um, be flow. Uh, <laughs> be the flow of, of Verizon. So yeah, so I finally get it. Anyway, all of this. So all of this to say is. You know, after costing us all this money and not getting anything done, the internet was working until today. This is why I fucking am wasting 20 minutes talking shit about Verizon. Today, it stopped working. The only thing that they had going for them. And the thing is that every time I've contacted support, I'm leaving out all the different features and all the different things we tried to get going with my wife's phone with their Apple Watch, with returning a product, with returning the Apple Watch that they were giving us, with getting charged with that Apple Watch for an activation fee or a restocking fee, even though we never opened the box, but they said that we did, but I couldn't prove that we didn't. So they kept charging us the fee and they wouldn't remove the fee. And I kept talking to multiple people and every single person said, can we, 
we're going to email you a confirmation so that we can look at your account so that we can further assist you. Uh, when it stopped working, I, my wife called me and said, it's not working now. And um, the tech support guy, once again, tech support people, the only people who know what's going on, um, said, actually, yeah, your service has actually been gradually and gradually slowing since 420. My wife goes, I remembered it was 420. What's the date? I'm like, I bet you did. And we, so I just went to T-Mobile today, talked to the guy, got a box, got an account set up, no activation fee, told him all the horror stories. He nodded and went, yes, yes, Verizon is, is, is garbage. Um, gave me a credit so that I didn't have to pay for the first month. Gave me his number, gave me his name as a sales manager for any future type of stuff. Set me all up, came home, activated it. Everything works fine. Um, before I left, I went, hey, let me ask you a question. If I need to contact T-Mobile support, do they have to email me to ask permission to look at their own database? And he goes, no, you just, you have a security pin code. You give them a, your security pin and they can help you with the account. They're just going to verify the pin. Do you need my number? No, you just give them the pin. They, they don't have to email you anything. Okay, that's all I, all I was asking. Because that seems weird, right? Seems weird for you to ask me permission to look at your... That means that they don't trust for liability. They don't trust their own contractors to steal the information. So it's almost like they need permission from you for that person looked in an account in case that person steals your information. So it's protecting themselves. That's what it sounds like to me. And that sounds like horseshit, dude. That's anyway. So fuck Verizon is what I'm saying. If you're still with me this whole, whole way. If you're still with me this whole way, it means that you've had Verizon and you wanted to make sure that my experiences were as terrible as your own or even remotely as bad. I'm sure there's people listening to it that had an even worse, that had a way worse experience with Verizon and it's probably stuck with them in some kind of contract, like a prison. So... Luckily, I just had the internet service and we did not start any kind of contract to be stuck in, you know, cellular, cellular prison with these um, assholes. Instead, we're stuck with these other assholes called T-Mobile, who seem fine um, as of now. I know maybe some of you have had problems with T-Mobile, but... Uh, so far, so good. I had 14 day free trial and then I had credit for a month. So I don't actually have to pay these motherfuckers for 45 days. So in two months, we'll see. Maybe I'll give you an update. Be like, hey, I'm still a T-Mobile customer. At least the the um, home internet, home 5G internet customer. So we'll see how it goes. I know. I know this was a useless I had to I had to do this podcast. 
I had to feel better about it. I'm not talking shit because fuck them, man. How do you let me go? How do you not credit stuff? How do you not try to fight to keep a customer? They just, they basically took forever. Yeah, I'm surprised their robot, their robot assistant that just goes off of keywords. I'm surprised that the, the robot assistant didn't just cancel the stuff. Like, why, why did I need to talk to a live person to, from, to have me um, berate them and tell them that their service is garbage and that I don't need uh, anything? So, yeah, okay, finally, there you go. Just wanted to share some mandatory information with you upon termination of your home internet service where you should receive the blah, 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 blah to us within 30 days. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, your final... I include your next bill estimate is negative three dollars and thirty four cents. Good to know. Anyway, all right. Your disconnect request, my disconnect request, not cancel, cancellation request is processed successfully. Please do not close this chat as we need to document this. Please do not close this chat as we need to document this conversation. So, so do I just. keep this chat open forever let's see what they say now i'm not gonna wait for this anyway turns out their support wins that wins the challenge they can can they can in fact cancel an account in slightly less time than it takes for me to record a podcast congratulations Verizon, you uh, you suck. All right, I'm out. Later.